Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifeoluwa Abegunde. To the glory of God, the Lord has been so wonderfully dealing with us here and I want to believe that today again, He will work wonders in our heart to bring His word to our life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School ahead of Sunday. And to as many who had been listening, I want to appreciate us and celebrate us again as this month comes to an end. I want to bless us because God has been speaking to us and we have been responsive to his word. And to the glory of God, I also want to ensure this, that please keep sharing forward to as many people on your contacts, you know, your platforms, your links, and ensure that the word of God keeps on moving and being reached by everyone. I pray that the Lord bless us as we do so in Jesus' name. Amen. For Sunday, the topic we shall be considering is Lydia called to serve. Lydia called to serve. And I want to ask us this question first before we continue. What motivates people to serving God and humanity? I mean, what has been the motivation for? Serving God and humanity. As we ponder on this, I want us to take this also as our answer. That if our reason around this had gone through and we were able to pick a reason, nothing else should stay as an answer other than the fact that we have been called to serve. The understanding of this is the only thing that can help us as a strength upon us all the time to serve God and to serve humanity. This was the response of a particular woman when she was asked. I mean, Mrs. Azan Habiga. When she was asked, she responded this way, that I have been called to serve. And this is the same we will be seeing in the word of God in the life of Lydia today. How she also responded to the call to serve. Lydia called to serve. Our lesson is coming in two parts, but before then, let's have our golden text. It reads us, when she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. That is taken from the book of Hearts, chapter 16, verses 15. Let us pray. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you, Jesus, for another privilege you have made available unto us to come before you and to hear from you. We pray, O Lord, that you will sanctify us in the name of Jesus. As your word come to us, Father, bless us in the name of Jesus. Let the power that backs up your word give unto us light and let life come to us in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The world today is scared at, you know, welcoming people, hosting people, helping people. But what should be our attitude as children of God? We want to see how this had been demonstrated in the life of Lydia. The first part of our lesson is Lydia's salvation and hospitality. Lydia's salvation and hospitality is taken from the book of Hearts 16, 11 to 15 and verse 40 generally our lesson is in two parts 
and it's coming in two verses of the scripture. The first part is just what has been mentioned. The second part to the lesson today is from the first from the book of First Corinthians chapter 1 verses 26 to 30. So as we take the first part from book of Acts 16, 11 to 15 and verse 40, I want us to read. It is clear from this verse that Paul had been moving from one town, city to another and doing no other thing than ministering. He has been on the missionary journey and now at Philippa, he is meeting a particular woman whom is addressed as Lydia of Tetrarch. And we're able to see here that this same Lydia had been reckoned with in two descriptive ways. The first is that she is a woman notable for the trade in expensive purple clothes. And we also know here in description that she has been worshipping God. She has been a worshipper of God. This was the true description that was given to us of the identity of this woman. And now, Paul with Timothy, his partner, they were able to stay several days at this particular community. And in this town, they decided one day to go to the river bank. And when they got there, they met with the women over there and they were teaching them. One of them is this woman, Lydia. And she was the only record of name given to us among the women that were gathered at this time. And we said while Paul was teaching, what happened was that the eyes, sorry, the heart of Lydia was open. The Lord opened the heart of Lydia and she was able to get the word of God as it was coming from the mouth of Paul. And in response to this, the word of God told us that she was baptized together with her household. And this is the first part to where we are taking the lesson here. The gift of salvation had come now to Lydia. And this is coming not until the heart of Lydia was opened. But what makes this happen was also because Lydia had been present and ready to hear the word of God. Take note of this. Lydia has been a worshipper of God. But being worshipper of God is not all that guarantees us to be saved. What guarantee her salvation was until she received the knowledge of God. And this knowledge of God opens her heart and she embraced the truth of it. That is also a call to you and I. You might have been living worshipping God and be carrying the title of a Christian. You are not yet a Christian until you have professed the Lord as your Lord and Savior, and you confess Him. Until then, you have saved, and this is when the knowledge of the Lord comes to you. And this is the only truth that the Lord gives to us to guarantee our salvation. In response to this salvation that Lydia had received, she acted in kindness. And how she did this was a response in demonstration of a virtue known as hospitality. She responded to this godly virtue and calling on Paul that if you are seeing me as a believer uh, like you in the Lord, come to my house. Come and stay in my house. You have been saved. But how have you been living this life demonstrated in love to people? How have you been living this life reflecting kindness of God to humanity? 
The Lord expects no other thing from us but a demonstration of his love that he first shown to us, to everyone. And he also expects a reciprocation of this love of him that is shown to us, that we should also live our life loving him. Lydia understood this and she lived to demonstrate appreciation to God by saying, Ah, this servant of the Lord will not just go. I would ensure that he stays in my house. And this is a kind of hospitality the Lord is opening you and I to today. That we should respond and make an impact at supporting the work of the Lord. Beyond that, we should respond also to demonstrate love to human. How are we going to claim that we love the Lord if the brothers and sisters that we can visibly see with our eyes, we don't love them or demonstrate kindness to them? This is very, very important and this backs up our salvation. And to every woman out there, this is a motivation to us today that as Lydia was able to live our life, we should live our life not being restricted by who we are by gender not also being carried away by our our status our wealth or our positions whatever it is that we might have acquired material in possession all that matters that the lord expect of us is that state of humility lydia was humble in humility she was able to sit with other women at that river bank in humility she was able to respond to the message listen to the message paul was preaching and also respond to it if we have not come to grow in this virtue of humility, it will be difficult for us to enjoy the Lord. And it will also be difficult for us to serve the Lord. I pray that this grace be released unto us and the knowledge of the Lord will continually grow in our heart as we respond to the salvation and service of humanity in Jesus' name. Amen. So the second part of our lesson, we want to see... Uh, God speaking again to us on this part called unity in Christ Jesus. Unity in Christ Jesus. Read 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 30. God is concerned so greatly that the body of Christ be united. And we see that this not, is not just an ordinary concern to God, but it was a demonstrated one by Jesus Christ and the Father. Jesus, while on earth, would do no other thing other than the will of the Father. And even when Jesus was gone, no other name was given as an access to the Father than the name of Jesus. And this is a pointer to you and I that the only ground for us to assess God is only in unity with the Father and the Son. And if the body of Christ will also grow today to serve God and be able to make impact in the life of human then we must be in one accord. The church in Corinth was lacking this. And the contention, the bone of contention around that was all the differences around the people. And the Jew were seeing themselves as the knowledgeable who had been able to have access to the word of God. Who had been able to have access to God even from the beginning. But the Gentiles are coming and they are growing. And the truth of the Lord had been embraced by them in humility. And this is a call to you and I. That whatever it is that we might have attained or achieved in life, it is not by our own strength or power. And neither it is for us to boast in our grace, in our own strength, but only in the grace of God that has been made available to us because only in Him we have been able to get what we have. It is in Him that we are who we are. The righteousness of God is what comes to you and I. That is why we have been saved. 
And this was stressed so much by Paul to the church in Corinth. What makes this very important is that the wisdom of God is the absolute that we all need. The power of Christ is the holy truth that holds the world. Paul was able to stress to the Corinth church that it is divine wisdom that God has chosen the world, things the world considers as wise, to shame the, 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 the power, the, the wisest, and things that the world considers as powerful. You know, the Lord has chosen the weak things of the world to also shame those who are powerful. And this we see. Who will consider that Jesus Christ, by the virtue of the way he came to the world, will be this same Messiah and who had come to save the world? It is only to a heart who can be humble to embrace him as Lord and Savior who see the genuineness of who he is and will be able to enjoy him in wisdom and in, his, and in, and in power. And until we are able to do this, we will not be able to walk up to the full status that God wants us to have that he has made available to Christ Jesus. The gift of salvation comes to us by grace. So boast not in your own power, nor in your strength. The wisdom you have had been given to you by God. Let him breathe his wisdom upon you always, so that you can stay relevant. Lydia understood this. That was why our possession was nothing to her, than the knowledge and truth of the word of God that was coming. And, a, and the need for her to respond to the call to serve. It is a motivation for you and I also today to live our lives supporting God's work and living to serve Him. And the way to demonstrate this is ensuring that peace and unity are banned in the Christian world. I pray that the Lord will grant unto us this grace, even beyond the Christian gathering. Everyone will see evidentially that we are God's own by the godly virtues that we proved out, expressed even in the salvation that has come to us. I pray the Lord bless us. I'm wishing us a glorious service ahead on Sunday as we respond to the word of God coming again today in Jesus' name. You can always reach us via 081-3710-2349 or visit our page on Facebook, Light and Light. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you always in Jesus' name. Amen.